0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Wattress. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Well, I'm so glad to be back with you again this week. It was so great to be on with you last week and to talk through these things about living a spirit-filled life, living fresh, And living in the freshness of God. I mean, I'm telling you, there is nothing like it. Hopefully this week you've put those things into practice after listening to, uh, last week's and, um, you're paying more attention to, um, living the spirit filled life, uh, praying in the Holy Ghost, uh, talking to him, having a relationship with the master and, and being able to, um, uh, have these things in your life. I'm telling you there's nothing like it. So last week we talked and finally got into talking about the qualities of a Christian uh, who's fresh, who is on fire, uh, who has um, activity in their life. Remember we we gave the definition of, of, a, of a stagnant person or just being stagnant, and it means no activity, dull. Uh, I like this one. It says Confine a, a confined space having no current or flow, and having an unpleasant smell. As a consequence, so what happens is, the Bible talks about um, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. Right, so living water is flowing water, but this definition of stagnant means, man, you, it's all confined and it's and it's getting stagnant on the inside of you because. and we're going to get into number two today, but because you're not giving anything out, you're getting filled maybe, but you're, there's nothing going out. And so it's becoming this stagnant pool on the inside and it has an odor to it. And sometimes people walk around for years and years and don't even know that they're, they're stinky to other people, their attitudes, they're, they're a Christian. All right. But they're, they're just, there's no qualities about them that anybody else wants. And so, uh, but that's not us. We're we're talking about these things so we can change and, uh, live in this time and in this hour on fire and fresh in the things of God. So we talked about that. We talked about being stagnant and we talked about number one, that, uh, one of the very first qualities is that a person is unwavering. They don't back down off of the things of God. In other words, when it, when it comes to the word of God, I'm sticking with the word of God. I'm unwavering. That doesn't mean to be a a bullhead about things just so you can have your way. That means unwavering in the things of God. I'm not backing off that he still heals today. Jesus still is the healer. He has been and he always will be. I've seen miracles with my own eyes, so you you can't get me to think anything different. So, in other words, I'm sticking with the word that he's the healer today. I'm sticking with the word that he's still saving people today. And he's still, I mean, he's still a good God and he doesn't put sickness on people and he doesn't put things on people to teach him a lesson, but he is a good God. So I'm unwavering in my stance. Um, so today um, that I want to get into number two and number two of a quality of a Christian who is fresh and on fire is that they are soul winners. Well, wow, what a great, what a great thing. I mean, you can't even, you can't even exhaust this. Um, but there are so many that are not in this, in this category. They get saved or born again. And then they just start hopping around from meeting to meeting so they can get, 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 and they never give out. Um, you know, I'll use this example in, in, my, in my life. When I, um, you know, without going, into, w- without going into my whole history, um, I have quite a testimony, but it's in my book if you'd like to get that uh, pursuit. But there, is, there, was a, there was a time in my life when I was just all in, I mean, what I was doing. I didn't care about anything else but partying, The next time I was going to get drunk, the next time I could get high, I mean, that's what my life was about, and I was all in with that. Well, the minute that I got born again, something changed on the inside of me, and I'm telling you, on the inside, I just, I wanted to tell other people about what happened to me. I wanted to share the gospel, and I wanted to tell people that Jesus could do the same thing for them. That was something that happened on the inside of me. And so this is something that once we get born again, this ought to be natural for us. This ought to come natural and not have to, we have to pull teeth to get somebody to get uh, to, uh, you know, to go out and win souls. You know, this wasn't in my notes either, but if you go over to Acts chapter 1 in in verse 8, and it says, uh, but you shall receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Well, I got power. One of the reasons I got power was that I could be a witness. I could be a witness of what he's done in my life. I mean, maybe yours wasn't as extreme as mine was. Maybe yours was just like I was in Sunday school when I was eight years old and I asked Jesus to come into my heart. Or maybe you were at work and somebody led you to the Lord. Or maybe you're just a new Christian right now. I mean, just within the last week. I don't know what your story is, but I do know this. I do know that if you'll get filled with the Holy Spirit, that, 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 Experience of being filled with the Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it will radically change you. So not only did I get born again and I wanted to witness, but once I man, once I got filled with the Holy Ghost and I began to speak in other tongues, my life radically changed. It says it right here in Acts 1.8, that's what's gonna happen to you. But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, I already he said, I'll receive power and I'll be a witness. And then I'll be a witness wherever I am. And that's what I've done uh, all these years uh, to the best of my ability um, is wherever I go to pay attention to people around me, uh, hurting people. Um, you know, you have all different walks of life. You have mothers with small children, and the only place they seem to go is the grocery store or, you know, to mom's day out or to, you know, their their area, you um, uh, in their lives. Then you have people that are in the corporate America and their only sphere is just going to, to work eight to five every day. And that's the only people there around. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, what God has, uh, uh, have, has you in whatever, if it's a business, um, a self-starting business, it doesn't matter. You have an influence in your sphere, uh, and, and there are things that he wants you to do and people that he wants you to reach in that sphere of, it, of influence. And so he says, I've given you the power. I've given you a po- the power to be witnesses. And so we can't say that we don't, because he says that we do. Um, so we, another translation says, you will receive power or ability. So it's not in my own ability. I've received power from him or ability from him, so he's the one who works in me to do it. I don't have to try to do it or conjure up some kind of uh, you know, utopia or something so I can, I can get you know, full enough so I can do it. No, he says, no, I've already given it to you. So another verse is in 2 Corinthians 6.16, and it says, What agreement has the temple of God with idols? As God has said, I will dwell in them. And I will walk in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. So he's in me. He's He says he's going to be in me. He's going to live in me or dwell in me. He's going to walk in me. So this is where people. some people get mad at me or mad at us when we say, you know, well, because God's in us, everywhere I go, Jesus goes. Well, why would you get mad? He came to live in me. He's in me, so everywhere I walk— He's in me. He says right here in 2 Corinthians 6.16, I will walk in them. So I take that seriously. Wherever I go, whoever I'm around, I visualize, I understand that He lives in me. The very Spirit of God lives in me. His presence is in me and on me. And so when I speak, I expect things to change in the atmosphere of where I am. I like this, and he says, I will be their God and they will be my people. He's my God, and I'm his child. And I can, I can win souls. I can go around and tell others about Jesus. I can be on fire for him in a dark world where there are no answers, where people are strung out. I'm telling you, you go in the stores, you go into Target or Walmart, and you just look around for a minute. Just, just look around. I, I'm, I tend to people watch and I, I just look around and look at it, how unhappy people are. You know, it's, it's just unhappiness everywhere you go. You got parents dragging their kids behind them. And the kids won't mind. The kids won't listen. They're unhappy. The parents are unhappy. Uh, they're uh, living a nightmare of a life because they don't know how to get out of it. They don't have the answers. We're the answers. We're the light. And a dark world says you're the salt and the light. Uh, we are the salt, we're the flavor in the earth. That's why when I gave the definition of stagnant, I mean, it said, and it has an unpleasant smell as a consequence because it's stagnant. I don't want to be that kind of Christian. I want to be one who has freshness wherever I go. I mean, an aroma, a a flavor about myself. Man, when I'm at the checkout in in Target or Walmart or the grocery store, that cashier is like, man, what is up with this person? They're, they're smiling. They're they, they full of life. And, and every, all the 200 other people I've checked out today in the checkout line, they look like they're half dead. You will stand out in a dark wor- world. You, you will have life about you when you're filled with the Spirit of God, the, the presence of God. So we are called to be soul winners. What is a quality of a, of a Christian on fire for God? And full of his life and his nature, oh my goodness, it is a soul winner. We're unwavering, number one. And then number two, we're soul winners. You know, the Bible says, He who wins souls is wise. He who wins souls is wise. Well, you know, I'm just a shy person, and I can't do that because I don't know what to say. Well, you know what? I bet if you were studying for a test, a college course, and and you were studying to be a nurse, you sure wouldn't give the excuses. Well, I just don't know how, how to, you know, take somebody's blood pressure because I just don't know how to do it, and I just feel uncomfortable doing it. No, you learn how to do it so you can pass the test, don't you? right? You, you do all the things, you practice doing it, right? Well, the same thing happens when we're Christians. We don't just throw up our hands and say, well, I don't know how to do something. How do we learn? We either learn by watching somebody else. We get around people who are soul winners. We get in, our, in the Bible and we find out some tools, what Romans 10, 9, and 10, and we learn those verses. We learn how to win somebody to Jesus right? And we get very good at it. We're very skilled in that area so that we're uh, um, we, we we're doing the word. We're doers of the word. I'll never forget there was somebody I led to the Lord uh, years ago, and the feeling that comes with that of you not just thinking about yourself, but you thinking about other people and their situation and the things that they're going through. And I'm telling you, it does something for your Christian walk when you see somebody actually get born again and their life completely changes. It, it just, you just, you just are like, you get addicted to it. You're like, man, I'm gonna go out and do this every day. You know, I'm gonna tell somebody, hey, do you know Jesus? I, I'm telling you, you know, some people think it's just about inviting him to church. It is, you do wanna invite him to church. That is a good thing because you, you want him to get taught but it's, it, it's not just about coming to church. It's about knowing him. Do, do they know him? Do they really know him with everything in them? So there's, there's a freshness about you, man, when you're out, when you're out winning souls. And uh, next time we're going to get it. I'm telling you, these go quick. I might have to start extending the, the time a little bit. But we get into these things. But the, the number one thing, the first one we talked about was unwavering in our second podcast. And today we've been talking about being a soul winner. One who wins souls is wise. Next time we're going to be talking about bold Christians. You don't want to miss that one because um, if there's anything that's lacking nowadays, and I believe the spirit of God is moving in a mighty way in this earth and people are becoming more bold. When I say people talking about Christians, people are becoming more bold in their stance and they're rising up and saying, you know what? I'm a Christian. The greater one lives on the inside of me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And they're, they're becoming passionate and bold on the inside because they know, they know God. And they, they know him and they're standing in that place. Listen, it's great to have passion and it's great to be on fire. But I do want to throw this in that, you know, and we'll get into it in some of these other podcasts. It is good and very vital that we be grounded in the word of God. If we're not grounded in the word of God, in other words, if we don't know his word, it says people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We can have passion and vim and vigor and go out and preach, but we have to have we have to have that foundation too. So if you're not in a good local church, find a good local church that preaches the word of God un you know with with no holds barred. In other words, they're preaching it, it it's you know Today, it's God's will to heal. They're preaching the, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They're preaching being on fire for God. That is a church that will help you in your walk with God. Well, thanks for being with us today. So excited about these podcasts, and we look forward to uh, talking to you next week.